One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode 98. Her pink dog just passed away two days ago. I know, because I actually have, I never go on Twitter and I saw oh, that saw on it. Twitter, okay. yeah. Hey Brendan. Hey Dan. Did you catch any <laughs> cool movies this weekend? <laughs> any LGBTQ rom-coms? Yeah. <laughs> In fact... I believe we both caught the same movie. I was sitting next to you. I shared my Reese's Pieces with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were delicious. Uh, love, Simon. Love it or hate it? Loved it. Loved it. I cried. You cried. Honey Mustard cried. And then Jamie and Alex yeah. couldn't break them. Sad. But uh, it did inspire um, Cynthia Nixon to run for governor. She finally got up the courage. She got the courage from watching <laughs> Love, Simon? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, no, but it was good. Um, yeah. I mean, not much to say. Run, don't walk. Run, it's don't doing walk. okay at the box office, but, you know, but there's like, still time. Also, like, cultural impact. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Go read some tweets about it. Jennifer Garner... Will he got? She definitely will. As will the actor whose name I don't know who played Martin. Of course, you like the annoying twerp. I know, but I just feel like he really took ownership of that role. Mm-hmm. And the Academy is going to praise him for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also had a Watch What Happens Live that was pretty much a mishmash of all our interests mm-hmm. in one. We had Erica Jane. We had RuPaul. Right. We had All Stars Three winner Trixie Mattel. Here, first of all, before we like really talk about it, like let's let a drag queen sit in a seat for once. I know. I actually thought about that in terms of in another world, in another universe, another timeline. Drag races on Bravo, and like the queen who's eliminated is sitting in in the seat. You know, that Thursday every week. Um, yeah, but real men love Bravo, so... Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> um, it was a good episode, like, for once. It was interesting because Erica and, and RuPaul went to the same high school, mm-hmm. although not the same time. I will say, if you see Erica or RuPaul on an interview, like, alone, both are kind of just like, eh... Mm-hmm. Or, like, stick to, like, their, like, talking, talking points. points. But together, there was something that worked. It was interesting when, number one, when it was brought up whether Erica will be a guest judge on the show. And Rue wasn't. It was surprisingly not that... Into it? Into it. <laughs> well, I don't think RuPaul watches Beverly Hills Housewives. I feel like Rue watches maybe Atlanta because he was talking about how he loved Sheree and he, like, name-checked she oh, by yeah. Sheree. Um, but I don't think it's, I don't think Beverly Hills is his. But he did have Camille on. 
Yeah, but that was like not his choice. Yeah, mm. he has plenty of people who I'm. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't watch Girl Code on VH1. <laughs> uh, the other thing was when Andy was asking Rue about whether or not it was like screwed up that Shangelo was not in the final two. Mm-hmm. What like the talented person didn't make it there, and Trixie's there in the background, like flailing her arms. Mm-hmm. And then Rue, like, didn't even defend it. Just, like, placed the blame on yeah. the queens and the jury. Rue. I mean, <laughs> like, defend your girl who's standing behind you. <laughs> I don't think she'll, she really knows who Trixie is. <laughs> she did a good... I mean, Rue did a good job of, like, promoting TrixieMattel.com. Yeah. So, uh, a last bit before we move on to all the news in the Bravo world. We're going to have our... RuPaul's Drag Race episode a little earlier this week. Brendan's not going to be on it. However, it's going to be Alex and I covering the first episode. If you have been sitting out on the Drag Race conversation, season 10 is the perfect time to jump in. Mm-hmm. It's not an all-stars where you have to know the old queens. Mm-hmm. You got Christina Aguilera there to ease you into it all. Yeah, and you won't have to listen to me on the first episode of Come Through Queen. Yeah. <laughs> however, we would... You, you little bitch. <laughs> What are your first impressions? Because the first 15 minutes has been posted online. Well, I was very surprised. One of the queens who we talked about on one of the episodes, but like a queen we've seen live and like not enjoyed performance. Mm. She came across as not likable, but like kind of funny in this first 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and like. I checked in on Reddit, and, like, Reddit loves her, Yahua. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see. You think she's going to fall on her ass, but I, like, wonder if, like, she's going to make it into, like, a good edit, and people are actually going to like her. I mean, she's coming across as a kooky queen right now. Mm-hmm. I just think she's a little too kooky. Yeah, it, um, I don't know where I would put her on, like, the kooky meter. Mm-hmm. Um, the kookometer. <laughs> not as far out as like Tammy Brown but like it's a little aggressive in real life yeah and in, I don't know if that's going to come across on the show as well well she doesn't have like a stage to grope men on necessarily yeah. uh, any other queens Are who are you rooting for um I, ha- I haven't quite landed on who I'm rooting for yet. Yeah, it's hard. Um, it's hard this early, but there are some favorites, but no one who's, like, screaming to me. I, do- I did like the first 15 minutes. It felt more exciting than, like, it normally does. Okay. There was, like, a, there was a little bit of drama, like, like we got in, like, season five, mm-hmm. which is good. And just, it was, like, fun. Yeah. It usually takes me a good two or three episodes to stand, start standing behind someone. Yeah. So it's hard at this point. Yeah. But we'll catch up with your takes on this, the following episode, so don't worry. Yeah, enjoy the one without me. <laughs> okay, so we have plenty of news this week. Two reunions were filmed since we last recorded. We have Atlanta reunion mm-hmm. and Vanderpump Rules reunion. Mm-hmm. Love B. Scott gave us a pretty in-depth report of what went down. The Atlanta reunion. So if you like, don't want spoilers, skip ahead. Of yeah, but it's not like the greatest novel ever written or anything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so seating chart from the outside, from the left to the right. Kenya, Cynthia, Portia sitting next to Andy. And then on the other side of Andy, Ken, uh, Nini, Candy, and then Sheree. I mean, Sheree makes her home at the end of the couch. Right. She's very comfortable there. Kenya uh, being on the other end is kind of like a sign of... Bye. Um, I don't I like. Don't even remember what Portia and Nini were fighting about. Like, was it comments from Watch Weapons Live? Is that what we're basing <laughs> this seating turd on all, all these episodes later? That's what it seems like. Uh, so, Lovey Scott also reports when Kim joins the ladies, Portia moves to the left and Kim sits... Uh, left of Andy. Mm-hmm. When Marlo and Ava join, they sit to the right of Sheree. Okay. So they're kind of on the end. Kim gets a respectable Well, because she's a veteran. Yeah. She wasn't going to sit on the end. Yeah. So Kenya may have saved her spot on the show with news that she's pregnant. 
as well as her husband's newfound willingness to appear on camera. Uh, Kenya is said to be due before the end of the year. I mean, that tidbit doesn't make much sense because, like, she could have gotten pregnant last week and be due before the end of the year. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Kenya and Marlo had a heated exchange over comments Marlo made about Kenya having a fake husband early, and earlier comments about her mother. Kenya revealed that Marlo tried to blackmail Nini with text messages from Nini's past relationships with John Collage. If you remember, Nini dated John briefly while she was on the outs with husband Greg Leakes. Is that the guy who owns the pizza restaurant? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As the story goes, Marlo got John drunk. He ended up at her house and she gave him a massage. During that encounter, Marlo took screenshots of explicit conversations between John and Nini. Marlo threatened to share those messages with Craig. It's unclear what Marlo tried to gain from Nini at the time. Oh my god, if you Google him, there's like a photo of him feeding Nini with a fork. No. Uh, So Roachgate also plays a major role in the reunion. During that argument, Kenya and Nini went in on Kim. Kim refused to acknowledge Kenya while she was sitting at, on the end, so Kenya got up and moved to the right of Nini to make sure she got Kim's attention. Isn't, like, is Kenya allowed to stand up? Like, because, <laughs> no, in Jersey, like, they don't let, they didn't let Teresa stand up, remember? Yeah. And, like, Kenya's gotten into trouble with, like, instigating. I know. Though, like, obviously. As long as she has no props yeah. in hand. Uh, so eventually Kim got so upset, she stormed off the stage in tears. As for the rest of them, Portia didn't do much uh, but apologize for last season's Candy situation and wear a crown. Candy had a relatively drama-free season. Ava, like her time spent on the season, was pretty and boring. <laughs> Although she did deny being a lesbian again. Cynthia is still celebrating hashtag 50 cent. Hasn't it been, like, like more than I, a year? I know. She's got to be 51 at this point. <laughs> last but not least, Sheree didn't have much to say because she ran out of bones to carry. <laughs> uh so pump rolls we have i think wait but i think sure the problem with atlanta this year to me is like the dramas between people i don't care about anymore it's well i mean the, there's just really not even an overarching story this season right like they don't even get into the fight over watch up and life do they in this yeah they don't even mention that yeah weird okay Pump rolls. There's, we don't really have reports of anything. Uh, Faith was rumored to show up and mm-hmm. then ended up not showing up. Interesting. Not invited, it seems like, either. Uh, there was a lot of like Instagram stories reporting from this. Mm-hmm. Andy uh, mentioned the fact that Brittany wasn't showing off any side boob this year. And Brittany says, I got middle big boob. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so unwell the seating un, unsurprisingly from left to right there's just so many of them duty all the way on the end uh-huh. like out to sea then we got Katie and uh, Schwartzy mm-hmm. we have James Kennedy and then we have this new sisterhood Stasi with Lala by Andy's side but like they kind of put people together sometimes, but sometimes like they'll sometimes they'll just throw like a mishmash together. So in the breakdown, there was a clip I think from Lala's uh, Instagram, a video mm-hmm. with her and Saucy saying like we got each other's back this year, girl power, like da da da. Oh my god, feminists! Yeah. So then there's Andy, of course Lisa on the other side. Jax is usually next to Lisa, and that's what we have. Brittany, Sheena. And then Tom and Ariana at the end. It's interesting that Sheena's in before Tom and Ariana. I don't think so, because, like, the the shady edit of Sheena throughout this whole season has been yeah. kind of a big plot point. I, like, I think I fall asleep automatically when <laughs> Sheena's on screen. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how this one goes. I'm definitely more interested in this than... The Atlanta reunion. Yeah, same. Because there's things to talk about. Then we'll get Peter carrying out the trays. We'll get to see Jiggy. No pink dog, though. Or Pikachu. Or Pikachu. Okay. So Summer House received a cyst and deceased. So this is is from page six. Montauk Hotspot Surf Lodge has sent Bravo a cease and desist letter over footage showing the Hip Hotel and the network's series Summer House after filming had been banned there. 
the letter from their attorney states that after being approached by Bravo in 2016 and 2017, Surf Lodge refused to participate in banned shooting or obtaining footage in any way. However, there are shots from inside the spot and aerial shots that have appeared on the much maligned show about a group of wannabes partying <laughs> in the Hamptons. The Surf Lodge is demanding that Bravo cease and desist from displaying any footage from current, new, and old episodes on demand and the internet. Jeez. <laughs> we suggest you either crop out footage or discontinue those episodes immediately, uh, saying it has mm. caused irreparable harm to Surf Lodge's reputation and brand. The show has also been exiled from the town of East Hampton. A rep from production company Truly Original told us they did not shoot at Surf Lodge, but when told we had screenshots of the venue from the show, the rep went silent. Surf Lodge... Uh, tells us the cast is banned from the premises. So basically, what happened is that all this weird cell phone footage we get whenever the they go out when they go out, like they tried to make it seem like they were just at like a nondescript yeah, place. generic. Um, but Surf Lodge did its homework, I guess. Yeah, now they're going to have to just cancel old episodes altogether. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's <clears throat> jump into the shows this week. Sure. Atlanta. Um, it was fine. Yeah, we're back from Barcelona. Mm -hmm. Is this our first episode back? I don't even know. Yeah, because the first scene is Candy like filling Mama Joyce in on what happened, right? Yeah, and then Candy's also discussing Mama Joyce's sit down with Portia, which happened, happened ages ago. The um flight, the flight, yeah. the vacation. Um. Kim goes to Sheree's to get filled in, and Sheree and like gives Kim solo cups to make her feel comfortable. <laughs> I thought Kim, I thought Kim's thing was bringing her own solo cup. She she seemed to have her own, and then Sheree gave her a fresh one from her own house. That's nice of her. Yeah, I don't get. I just don't get the solo cup thing. Like it's nice that it's like a nice big space to have a drink. I get that. But other than that, like, can't you get something that's, like, a little more permanent that you can maybe, like, scrub-a-dub instead of wasting <laughs> scrub. uh, so much plastic You're all You're worried time? about the environment. That's honorable. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Call me Al Gore. We get <clears throat> flashbacks of questionable things Kim has said throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And I was actually expecting more when they started the flashback train. Wait, this was, like, after Nini said that she was racist? Yeah. Yes. Um, I expected more as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all of the crux of like the roach thing. Yeah. Um, I thought the most interesting on this back and forth, because it kept on going from Sheree talking to Kim over to Kim, I mean, Nini talking to Greg and Brent. And Brent. And the most interesting thing about this entire thing to me was that Brent was the one who invited Brielle over during the girls and gays white party. Yeah. Which is so crazy to me. How like when was the last time they like saw each other? I mean they, they grew up together essentially. I know, but there's been like a nine year I know. gap. I know, I know. Um and then Brent had to like sort of fess up to it, yep. which I thought was very interesting. Bring him in, give him a peach, give him a peach. Uh, so then we also get the big story that we covered when it went down: Nini getting kicked off the escape tour <laughs> for yeah. the the rape joke uh, to an audience of s seemingly a bunch of U people who work for Uber. About getting that, raped by an Uber driver. That seems like it was like a made-up part of that story. I, I couldn't really wrap my head around why, though, <clears throat> they're even making this up. Because they're in San Francisco, <laughs> and like, I guess Nini was trying to like downplay the rape part mm. and like upplay the like talking badly oh. about Uber. I see. So, like, she was hoping that part would go away with that weird story, but it didn't. Yeah. Um, but she got, yeah, kicked off the escape tour. Um, I was interested to see Candy talk about it and how Candy wanted to keep her on, but the other members wanted to kick her off the tour. I know. I was surprised by how chill Candy was about all of this. Same. This is, like, you would think... 
that this is the perfect storm of something that would get Candy, like, fired up yeah. against Nini. Like, trying to mess up Candy's business. Also, like, once again, bringing, like, rape it, into, into the conversation. the conversation around yeah. Candy's orbit. Um, yeah, very interesting. Can we pause a moment and talk about Cynthia bringing Will to the airport? It's okay. like, speaking of Uber, <laughs> like, get an Uber. Yeah. You... They call him uh, Cynthia's date. They don't call him her boyfriend. They mm. still call him his date, which is weird. Well, I'm sure, given that Kim drives, I mean, Croy drives Kim everywhere, mm-hmm. like, she felt that's the thing to do. This is a very interesting thing that I like. I like looking at these shows and who drives, mm-hmm. who actually drives cars and, like, when they put them in, a, when they put them in Ubers or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, Beverly Hills, they mostly put them in, like, an, in a, like, a black car service. Unless they're driving, like, a million-dollar car. Yeah, like, as part of the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Atlanta, they're always driving places themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Cynthia and Marlo go to support Nini. Cynthia's wearing a fitty scent shirt. And it's like, enough of this. Why is she a trying... fitty scent. Fitty scent. Yeah. Why is she trying to make this happen? I don't know. Did you notice that, like, when they were showing the setup of the food, they showed Greg dip his finger into the frosting of the cupcake and lick it and leave Leave the the cupcake? cupcake. I know. (laughs) I hope that cupcake was removed before the guests arrived. I don't think it was. Mm. (laughs) Could you imagine just seeing a cupcake with, like, (laughs) a finger print in it? Delicious. Uh, they They talk about Nini... Being on pills and this or that. And Nini's like, I don't do any pills. And then I think, I don't know which one, like it was Cynthia or, or Marlo. They're like, yeah, you like vitamins. And then Nini screams, I'm the vitamin queen. Is this narrative like going to like pop up and be bigger? Because this is something that was in the trailer that yeah. we thought was going to be like a big deal. Oh yeah. There was that like big montage of Nini looking like drunk or something. And we never saw that. But I mean, like, we have a couple episodes left. Before Not that the many. There's only two left. But like, like I'm thinking into Beverly Hills last season when like the pill accusation with Lisa Rinna was like this huge to do. Yeah, they really snuck that little thing into the trailer, mm-hmm. and then nothing came of it. Uh, Nini received assist and deceased. Just like Tamara, isn't House, it weird that just like Tamara Barney, isn't it weird that we can't say that correctly anymore? I know they've screwed us up. It's extra weird because you're a lawyer. No, I could say it. Say Cease it and desist. That like, that was work. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I don't know. Remember why she received it? All I know is that she received it. Was it from Kim? About something or no? Maybe about like the social media post that. Nini wrote about Brielle oh, I calling don't her racist. Either way, Kim goes to meet up with Candy. Okay, first of all, Candy's sitting there for hours. 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 By herself. Just on her phone. On her, like, how did her phone not die? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> like, two and a half hours of nonstop use of your phone. Maybe she had it plugged in. I didn't see any plug. <laughs> <laughs> but, all, like, on Beverly Hills... Teddy was upset over 20 to 40 minutes of being late. Mm-hmm. This is a lifetime in comparison. I know. But they all, in Atlanta, they all live so far from each other, so maybe they, like, make excuses. Mm. Like, if you, I think we discussed this last season, but if you, like, look at, like, where each of them live, it's insane that they, like, pretend to hang out. Mm-mm-mm. How is it so big? Atlanta's a big place. Yeah, I guess because it's, like, inland, so it's all decentralized. And, like, none of them live, like, in, like, the city proper. Mm. It's all, like, in... Yeah, like, the outside stretches. Okay, yeah, I mean, Candy was about to strangle Kim for a second, but then they seemed to work it out. Yeah, good for them. Shall we move on to Vanderbilt Rules? Sure. I was upset that we, like, I thought we were going to be in Mexico right away. Oh, yeah. I thought we were just, like, going to be getting on the plane. And I I didn't like to be kept waiting. (laughs) (laughs) 
Stasi and Lala are continuing the storyline of Stasi helping Lala plan her musical showcase. Love it. And they're talking about the girls' night. And Stasi mm. can't wrap her head around why Ariana's so angry. Right. It's like, are you dumb? I think it's her the answer, brother. Spoiler alert, yes. <laughs> like, of course she's going to defend her brother. Mm-hmm. Like, what is she going to be like, oh yeah, what a creep. Like, what do you <laughs> want her to do? So that was that. <laughs> uh, unless you have anything else to say about that. No, Jackson's I'll be interested to see how that goes down at the reunion. Yeah. Because, like, the footage that was shown of the brother at the wedding. Yeah. It's like, he was being creepy. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, back at Jackson Brittany's condo. Mm-hmm. Beautiful condo. Beautiful uh, paint color on the walls. Jax gets a job offer mm-hmm. to do <laughs> social media and marketing for a hockey team in Tampa, Florida. Dream big, bitch. Dream gig. Because he's from Florida. And he, he'll he get to hockey. talk about hockey all the time. We actually have a friend who ran into Jax at a hockey game once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it tracks. So, so it tracks. Um, yeah. And the entire thing with the Reiki person. Yeah. It's a beautiful actress they hired to come up with this stupid plot point. Um, no, but apparently that like places exists. Like the... That actual one exists. Um, But the way that Jax talks about her and like how he, how she talks to him is so crazy. Yeah. Like, of course this woman who doesn't have to spend every waking hour with you, like is nice to you (laughs) because she doesn't have to deal with your bullshit. And she's also getting paid. To be nice to you. Yes. It's not like she's doing this for charity. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this job. I mean, I can't imagine this is like a, like a high-paying job in, down in Tampa, Florida for a hockey team. It's probably like 30000 <laughs> Like, is... Jack's like taking a... Like a straight-out-of-college job here. I don't know... How did he get this job offer again? Well, like a friend? Brittany confirmed on Watch What Happens Live that this is a person they know in Florida who presented him with this opportunity. Oh. And he is seems it, to have not taken it. Is it Joe Simpson? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, so we get a scene that you m- might have fallen asleep during mm-hmm. of Sheena and Rob talking. <laughs> no, sometimes when Rob's there, I'm like... I like watching how much he's not into this relationship. Yeah. So she is saying how the divorce is going to be finalized on the day they leave for Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the next person she's going to marry is going to be Rob. And then he goes, speaking of divorce, let's look at the logos for the divorce closet. Which I can't wrap my head around this business they came up with. It's like people selling their old shit. It's like how Carol Radswell sells her own shit on old shit online, but this one specifically is marketed to selling your divorce shit, which like you're really limiting your audience. Yeah, and you're shooting yourself in the foot. No one wants your like dirty divorce like stuff with bad energy around yeah, it. Yeah, it's like the bunny. Yeah, the bunny has bad energy. This divorce shit's gonna have bad energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Sheena wants to know. She asks about the business aspect of this, like what percentage she is. <laughs> and then he starts explaining it. And then she stops paying attention and says, I'm just getting lost in your eyes. But what he was saying, he said, he, he said, I have majority. I'll, I'll get the majority equity, but you'll be the face of it. I know. Like, oh, which is, like, <laughs> it's like totally, the, it's totally the thing to say to her. And she'd be like, oh, I'm the face. Like, <laughs> like, like she'd be more excited for that. <laughs> it, uh, oh, oh, my God. And then she wasn't even paying attention. Like, bitch, what if you were on Shark Tank right now? <laughs> for, I, I would be like, for that reason, I'm out. Yeah. But she's in. Lori would be tell you you're crazy. Okay. Uh, they go on the trip, but first, 
Why is Billy not on this trip? I feel like she just must not be ingrained enough yet mm. into the culture of the cast. Yeah. Um, and that will come with time. Yes. Like, yeah, we'll see. So Lisa gets the scoop from Billy on what's going on with Jackson, Brittany. Mm-hmm. And then we get a scene where Lisa's essentially trying out two <laughs> new guys. But like more just one new guy. But the other guy is the one that they gave a Chiron to like seven episodes ago who'd said nothing. I know, but this Adam guy got like, they went through his Instagram on the fucking show and yeah. flashed like seven pictures of him. Um, I support him. Bring him in. He can't make a mojito though. But like who among them can? Who can really? It's it's actually a mojito is like a little more complicated because you got like the simple syrup. And you have to muddle. You got muddling going also, on. Also, who wants leaves in your fucking drink? I don't mind. Love a mojito. You need a straw though. Yeah, of course. You yeah. need a straw. Uh, okay. So in Mexico, what do you have to say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we got Brittany swimming around topless in the pool. Mm-hmm. We got the different couples getting their rooms. We got Stasi and Kristen getting a room, and they seem to have cooked up a plot point where Stasi doesn't want to room with Kristen. Yeah, I love a cooked up plot point. Give me more. <laughs> and like <laughs> the preview for next week has Stasi screaming at, well, not screaming, but like yelling at Kristen, like, I would never book a trip with you and spoiler alert they've booked a trip since i know <laughs> like they went to iceland after this filmed or something uh then word gets out about the whole thing with jack's considering this job and he takes the toms aside to tell them mm-hmm. and sandoval's about to start crying what's going on sandoval can he go an episode <laughs> without crying is the question he's like me watching love simon oh my god now in theaters uh, I thought you didn't even like it that much. No, I did like it. Oh, at, when we were having beers afterwards, you didn't seem too jazz. No, I was just like giving my positive points and the... You also were like half asleep and like slurring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From tiredness. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't drunk. He was just like... Ugh. Uh, okay, so... Oh, and then Brittany's like, but what about what I want to do with my life? And then Jax doesn't know what she wants to do with her life. What does she want to do with her life? She, I thought at first it was going in the direction of working with animals. But then it went in the direction of she wants to work with uh, children in special education. Which mm-hmm. this totally came out of nowhere for me as well. So I understand Jax. Yeah. But, like, but I mean like Jax pursuing a social media hockey career also. Yeah. So they, maybe they have these dreams that they're just afraid to share with each other. <laughs> and then Lala gets involved and starts screaming at Jax. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, and everyone's just pretty much screaming, and then people walk away, and that's it. I don't love this trip so far. Mm-hmm. I, I realize we just got there, but they they haven't sold me yet. Yeah, I I was bored, and this season has been like a high point. So like, you can't being bored for a second is fine. Yeah, but like, think about Lala, and didn't we think before this season started airing? Didn't we think she would just be like? That she was, like, not going to even be on the show. Yeah, because she left halfway last season. And now she's, like, the best part? And sitting next to Andy during the reunion. Yeah. Okay. Summer House. Okay. I watched. What do you, what do you got to say? <laughs> um, Kyle, the fight between Kyle and his woman. I loved it. It was so insane. The things he said to her. And she stuck around for, had me floored. <laughs> like what? Like, he's like, I'm not going to get married to you. And like, summer should be fun. Amanda, <laughs> not fun. Weren't they just fighting over like a water bottle spilling? She is trying to babysit too much. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, that's a problem, really. He doesn't <laughs> want to be babysitted. This 35-year-old man. Summer's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Um, the other things, we went on a double date with Danielle and a workus with two men. A man walks in and hugs Danielle, and I was convinced that was a gay man. 
And it was supposed to be like a love interest of hers. All men in the Hamptons are gay. I, this might have taken place in the city, though. Oh. I'm not sure. But I was just so thrown off by that scene. Mm-hmm. Like that they were pitching this as a double, like an actual double date. Mm-hmm. And I think Orcus was like on the blind date aspect of this. Remember, the, there was a really jarring scene with Workus where <laughs> she like made that guy make out with her. And he was like, let me hold your face. Oh, yeah. That was the polo wire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, Summer House is so good. I know. It really is. Even like Stephen moping. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Stephen gets invited to the, the guy who he's been on a date and then dress the up like a queen and dress up like a queen and i think they had one more get together in the city yeah because like, we saw him at the beginning of the episode it was when steven was returning from his parents house and they got yeah. drinks and steven ordered a double margarita oh yeah especially <laughs> it's one thing to do that he did it after the other guy ordered a regular drink right just a like vodka soda take the temperature in the room like if someone if the person you're on a date with is getting a re- like not a double. Mm-hmm. Don't get a double. <laughs> right. Um, Where were they? I, I, I feel like I've lost track of... It was like some weird bar that looks straight. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, uh, so he gets... So it's the boys... Travis. Travis. It's his birthday. Mm-hmm. They're having a party. He In Montauk. In Montauk. Steven gets invited, sort of, but doesn't really have the details, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't told a time to show up or this or that. So he texts Travis and doesn't hear back from him for two hours. And all this time, he's moping around in his room drinking twisted teas. And and it's, like, dark. And then sometimes he'll emerge onto the fucking porch. (laughs) To get more twisted teas. No, just, like, upstairs, like, above everyone. Um, Here's a thing. So I sort of feel for Steven in this. Mm -hmm. Because think about it. He just came from his parents who literally mm. rejected him. Yeah. And were like, we're Christian and like our opinion on you as a gay person isn't going to change. And then he comes back. He gets together with this guy. It makes him feel a little better. So he probably has like some like connection that the other guy doesn't necessarily have towards him. And then he is kind of like... Not rejected full out, but, like, the guy's being kind of flaky. All while in hell. Yeah. People are screaming downstairs. So, like, I know we've, like, said things about Steven and, like, wondered about, like, why he's always with these straight people and, like, this and that. But, like, I, like, seeing his background, Mm -hmm. I get it. Okay. Like, it's sad, but, like, there's a reason why he behaves the way he does, and it's because of his fucking awful parents. Yeah. And then Workus then gets involved. She says, I, so Travis does respond. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he, he kind of, like, does he, is he still invited? I guess so. And Steven doesn't want to go. But it seemed like it was pretty late by that point. And it was I don't already know, at like 9.30. I don't know how the Hamptons work, but like Montauk seems like it's far away. Mm, no. Montauk, the end of the world world the montauk monster i know but hamptons is also kind of the end of the world too so work is like grab a, a twisted tea and let's go for the road he gets danielle to grab the t- twisted tea i love it i love a roadie <laughs> so just like <laughs> why is he drinking tw- like i could see a twisted tea as like an opener <clears throat> this is a good qu- this is a good thing this is a good i have a point about this oh so family vacation we go on a lot of hats in a house. Yeah. They drink and sometimes I partake twisted tea at the beach. Yeah. But I feel like the twisted teas stay in the cooler for like outside time, like beachy time, beach time. And then once it's, uh, the sun goes down, the sun goes down, you transition to your next choice for the night. Yeah. The hats all do beer. I'll do like a wine, maybe like another cocktail. Yeah. But like, yeah, but maybe Steven likes what he likes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. More watchable than half the shit on TV right now. Yeah, hello, wake up, watch Better it. than All-Stars 3. Just no. <laughs> Beverly Hills. <sighs> um, I will say, this episode seemed like a lot of, like, antiky type things, but I enjoyed it. Like, it you was enjoyed like... enjoyed Pink do- a Dog Dying, apparently. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I mean, you said you enjoyed it. 
Uh, I enjoyed the episode, not the dog dying. 2012 to 2017. Five years. On it's like planet. that meme that's been happening. 2012 versus 2018. Yeah. Did the dying have anything to do with this? You mean like the dying, the dog pink? Yeah. Um, I'm not a veterinarian. Yeah. A heart attack doesn't seem to come from uh, dyeing your hair. But who knows how it, the chemicals... And also, like, dogs lick themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who I knows? Know. Uh, and then, like, not to jump ahead too much, but Pikachu is on a ventilator just moments later. Well, we reported here, <laughs> and it was a week apart, yeah, exactly. wasn't it, when they died? Yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, Lisa's mom, Lois, is in town. I, okay, so introducing new parents is always tricky Mm -hmm. um, because there's some parents who like work immediately, like a mama Elsa. Yeah. Then there's some parents who they try to force upon us like a Marge senior. Mm -hmm. And my verdict here is I was skeptical at first, but I have decided to stand Lois Rinna. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, anyone... Who is associated with Rena is going to be a star from the get-go. The, the dance that she did. Like, <laughs> reminded me of like a Tammy Brown dance. Yeah. I like loved every second of it. This is what I'm saying when I love like, I love like this kind of antics. Like, yeah, your mom's in town. Yeah. Let's get, have a girl's lunch and like chat with your mom. Make it about your mom. Yeah. So Erica doesn't show up. Vanderpump doesn't show up. We have a clip, we have a shady edit of Dorit talking about the swimsuit line and Camille getting so annoyed. I know. <sighs> Beverly Beach, baby. Beverly Beach, that's what, listen, now you don't get a swimsuit named after you, Camille, because of your antics. Camille's been on Twitter tweeting about just this, that. Every week, every week. Um, sure, Camille. Um, Lois wanted to be an actress. Oh, at least she got to see but she the dream shy. come true. <laughs> She's like shy. Like Ben De La Creme. <laughs> Aww. Um, yeah. um, so I thought a lot of what Kyle, I thought Kyle was kind of condescending towards Lois. In what way? I feel like she was like, oh, I wish I could order that about like Lois or- ordering French toast oh. and shit. And it's just like, shut up. Like, you dingbat, like, you can. Yeah, no, there's not a law. No one's stopping you. <laughs> uh, so we get to the prep for the seance. First, can we talk about the the conference that Erica Jane spoke at? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about Girl Cult. I left that out. I'm sorry. No, it's just like, it was just so, it was such a random, like, Erica Jane speaking at, like, this, like, feminist conference thing and like and the clip they showed was classic erica jane giving those like quick no nonsense answers yeah like she was in character for her feminist like rallying speech yeah so then we get the prep and during the prep like i didn't realize that like it had all been like done and decided kyle was definitely moving oh yeah i know and the turnaround was yeah. so quick. Yeah. She just got that new Chris Jenner floor. I know. They spent so much time getting that floor, which mm-hmm. now appears to be done. Yeah. And they're leaving. And also, from the different shots in the house with the floor, it seems like every room belongs in a different house. Right. Like, the way her house was before, like, the floor pulled it all together. Yeah. It was great. It was homey. This is a mishmash. Um, we've got Glenn back. It takes a village to host... A party seven for people. seven people. <laughs> There's more staff here than there are guests. It's crazy. Uh, Portia and her little friend want to meet... What's this woman's name? Do you even know? I don't no. know. <laughs> the psychic. Rebecca, I think. Re- okay. Portia is in Ariana Grande drag. A high pony. Good for Portia. Uh, we get... And, like, this party just moves from, like, place to place throughout the night. On the way there, we have Rena traveling with Erica, Mm -hmm. gifting her 
a duster. Love it. Love and the, like it was a beautiful <clears throat> scene, a beautiful moment. I mean, Rena and Erica are really like the sisterhood we never knew we wanted. Yeah, it's really filling the void of the Rena Eileen sisterhood. Mm-hmm. And Rena has a duster for Lisa as well. Mm-hmm. And it was I want fu- a duster. It was funny when Lisa's giving when Rena's giving Vanderpump a duster, like she's so excited to give it to her and forgets that she has to pretend to be sad about the dog. <laughs> <laughs> And Rebecca has been receiving phone calls from heaven. From God, or as she calls him, Papa God. Papa God. And she bridges the gap between technology and spirituality. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew we needed this? Um, I wonder, did she get called in to bridge the gap between technology and spirituality when Carlton put a curse on Kyle's word of the day? Probably. Frank, like, screensaver. Probably. I mean, maybe it was Rebecca. Rebecca's, we've met Rebecca before. I know. That's so weird that we're, like, revisiting this. There was, like, a, it was, like, a party, very similar setup where the big fight of the season was Brandy versus Faye. Mm. And Brandy, like, stormed out and went and stood by a bush in front of <laughs> uh, Kyle's house. Um... <clears throat> We had this like really weird thing where Lisa pulled Erica aside and like scolded her for not texting her about pink dog dying. Yeah. <laughs> and that Lisa said she didn't want to drop the ball with Erica. I don't know. Lisa, I think like I want to root for you to stay on the show, but like mm. don't do shit like this. Yeah. Stick to trying out new servers for yeah. Pump. Yes, yeah. sir. Bring one of them in. Uh, okay, so we get Marilyn Monroe. We get John Lennon. We get Pink Dog and Friends. Lisa Rinna's dad. Francis. Who goes sits, and sits near her window, I guess. I mean, so many <clears> of the <throat> things that this woman is bringing up is stuff that she clearly looked up before. But the best part was Erica and her psychic abilities <laughs> and how she was once kidnapped as a boy. A little boy. In Spain. And she had a lifetime as a boy where she was kidnapped and put into the, like, in in a ship. Yeah. And then the family hired a knight to save her as a boy. They had some good talking heads, like, going around making fun of Erica. Who called her Eduardo Jane? <laughs> I don't know. I think it might have been Dorit. But when Rena was, like fantasizing about what her past lives were and when she says maybe i was a whore in the 1800s <laughs> i was dying uh but i don't know if erica brought this up during the episode or she mentioned it on watch that slide but she said after the knight saved her as a boy he went on she went on to follow the knight for the rest of his his life so was it all like a call me by your name i know that's what i'm thinking <laughs> um and Teddy and his friend. dead friend who comes and lives with her at the beach and likes her big porch or something. She broke her neck riding horses, which is crazy that like Teddy, after that traumatic experience, didn't give up on the horses. Well, you know the saying. What's the saying? You gotta get back on the horse. Oh, all right. <laughs> I think that's the saying. I think that's the saying, actually. <laughs> or something. Um, then they move once again to the back patio table. Yeah, we're going, we're bopping around. Um, so that Erica, there was a moment when Erica and Teddy were sort of making up where Kyle did this thing and she just goes like something like awkward space and like, remember several reunions ago when she called someone angry spice? Yeah. It's so embarrassing. This isn't cute. This isn't funny. She thinks she's so funny. Kyle needs off this show. Yeah. She is what is keeping us down. Yeah. She is a wet blanket. There's people out there, probably some people who are listening, who disagree with us strongly. Yeah. Call in. We want to fight. Yeah. We want to fight. We're here to fight. <laughs> Let's come to blows. Uh, to set us up for next week, on the way there to the party, Erica invites Rena to Berlin because... Erica needs to scout out something for work. So she's not traveling to Berlin to perform. It appears she's going there 
to see the place where she's going to perform and then go there later. But, like, didn't we see scenes of her, like, performing at that... Yeah, that's what I thought. ...sex club? Maybe that was, like, an impromptu. Maybe. Um, also, them pulling a Vanderpump Rules and, like, we're not going straight to Berlin next episode. We're, like, still bopping around in Beverly uh, Hills until the end of the episode, I think. I know, yeah. I got that impression as well. It's like, bring us to Berlin. They did we this, want a wiener schnitzel. They did the same thing with Barcelona. Like, we... I think, like, the la- like when Atlanta went to Barcelona, like, the episode ended with, like, them in the Mercedes van getting to the Airbnb. So dumb. I want to get get there from the start of the episode. Yeah. We want to be getting off the plane at the start of the episode. That way we can, like, when we tell people to watch certain vacations, we can just be like, watch this, this, this yeah. episode. Like, Scary Island was a perfect example. Um, Mexico and Real Housewives in New York last year was a perfect example. They're trying to stretch it out too much. Yeah. Shall we get to our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen? Yes. The Freak of the Week is not a person... It is a news story that has really rocked us to the core. So this intersects with us from back in the day when Dan and I used to watch Celebrity Apprentice all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't know it then, but we were supporting our now president, unfortunately. Yeah. If only we knew. <clears throat> um so this story came out in Us Weekly last week that Aubrey O'Day from the band Danity Kane had an affair with Donald Trump Jr. while she was on that show. And it went on for like a while and like she was convinced he was leaving the wife and yada, yada, yada. Um, so this was back in 2011. Neither party officially confirmed the affair. And this is a breakdown from Splinter. Uh, but in retrospect, it's clear that O'Day was doing something with some guy. We know this because O'Day was far from subtle about it <laughs> as possible. Not only did O'Day include a track called DJT, Trump's damn initials, on her debut album in 2013, she also recorded a remix of Gautier's Somebody That I Used to Know, changing the lyrics to a Explicitly describe having an affair with a married man. Side note, that um, remix is really good. Um, it stands the test of time. I just revisited it today. You had tweeted about it last year. Yeah, like in August, I had unknowingly tweeted about it. Little did I know that this would become a big story. And it's so funny because this she gave us all these clues, but no one was paying attention to Aubrey O'Day. Yeah. We weren't listening. So some of the lyrics that she changed... Now and then I think of when we were together. Like when you told me that your marriage was a lie. Can you like sing it in the tune? <laughs> we'll close up the show Here, with a no. song. Now and then I think of when we were together. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> You're shy. Uh, told me that I brought you back to life. Couldn't live without me by your side. Didn't care about the sex. You begged to fuck my mind. <laughs> You can get addicted to a certain kind, kind of, of madness. madness. You love to be a man your life, life just, just won't allow. allow. You said that was, was the reason for your pain. <laughs> but you were scared to ruin your family's name. Your wife's the only one glad we are over. Your and wife's you the only it. one who's glad that we... I don't know. <laughs> so the Daily Mail, which has really risen to the occasion with all this junk... On Earth, a picture O'Day tweeted back in March of 2012 featuring the feet of her and a mystery man. The tweet reads, My babe is protecting my feet from Bunyan's, Bunyan's attacks. True love feet. And after a lot of foot digging, the Daily Mail has claimed that the feet look remarkably similar to those of Donald J. Trump Jr. The outlet went so far to create a slider so you can compare the anonymous foot with Don Jr.'s. The slider's really good. It's so good. Also, back in 2012, O'Day appeared on Wendy Williams, really going full circle for, for us as Come Through Queen uh, family, where Williams asked O'Day if there were sparks between her and Eric, who along with Ivanka and Don Jr. Were, uh, was a judge on Celebrity Apprentice. O'Day brushed it off saying Eric was too corny. She made no mention of Don Jr. Wonder why. <sighs> so, I mean, Aubrey, when... Donald was elected, 
like started tweeting about how she had all this shit and like things that could come out and blah 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 and people thought she was allegating making allegations against donald trump senior yeah um sexual assault allegations yeah but it seems like something else altogether i can't believe the lamestream media isn't talking about this like as (laughs) much as it should be like they haven't talked about it on the view oh really i'm pretty sure okay like what are you doing well speaking of the view our one true queen this week the view Nominated for Emmys. I mean, they get nominated for Emmys every year. Yeah. But... No, the best part is that the talk for the past couple years has been the place where the Emmy the daytime Emmy announcements come out. So they always have to acknowledge The View, which is the show they copied. And Julie Chen and uh, Sharon Osbourne love to, like, drag the view. Yeah. Saying it's, like, too catty and yada, yada, yada. And when they were reading, when Julie was reading the names, everyone looked like someone died. Yeah. On the cast of the talk. Beautiful. Um, but then they also posted this, like, really unwell... If you watch the show every day and you know the history of, like, the casting and yada, 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 they posted a very unwell photo. That is, everyone who's currently sitting on the cast, which includes Troy Behar, Whoopi Goldberg... Sonny Hostin, Sarah Haynes, and Megan McCain. And then, like, Paula Ferris is, like, a sometimes person. And they photoshopped her behind Megan. But then they photoshopped Jedediah Bia, who got kicked off the show months ago um, so that Megan could come on. They photoshopped her behind Whoopi. And you... Were were you the first person to notice this? (laughs) Yeah. This is photoshopped. (laughs) I mean, it's so funny. Poor Jed... She was kicked off the show a while ago at this point, Mm -hmm. and she released a statement on Instagram about the nomination. She says, honored to receive my second Emmy nomination for my work on The View. Whether I was defending the principles of freedom and opportunity I love so much, laughing a whole lot lot about life, love, and everything in between, or challenging the Washington establishment on both sides of the political aisle, I was always having a blast. I'm so grateful for that chapter of my journey. To the View fans who continue to send love my way, I see you every day. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart, XOXO. Notice she didn't shout out anyone on the cast, nope. even though Sunny came to her wedding. Um, and back to like me notice being the only person who noticed the Photoshop. I'm the only one who like really cares, cares. enough yeah. to like. <laughs> True. <laughs> Lamestream media is going to sleep on this as well. Uh, but that's it for this week. Yeah. Um, so like, why don't you go over and like. Like us, subscribe to us, leave a review. Yeah. Um, why don't you follow us on Twitter or Facebook? Come through Queen, search for it, find the, the Facebook group. It, it you, says closed group. We accept everyone. Don't be shy. Yeah. Like Vendela Creme. We haven't had to kick anyone out yet. Um, Everyone's well behaved. Go follow Dan at IDK, IDK. You can follow me at not Brendan. Yep. And if you would like to leave us a message, you can call us at 71747 Freak. So, like, comment, subscribe, part, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you very soon for a recap of the first episode of Season 10 of Drag Race. Bye. You said that was the reason for your pain. But you were scared to run your family's name. Your wife's the only one glad we are over. But you didn't ask. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.